Hi, everybody. This is Jeffrey Short for Market Scale. With 4th of July coming up, we know that a lot of people around the country are going to be using their grills, cooking up some meats, but maybe this year they'll be cooking up more than just meat with plant-based alternative meat options on the rise in the United States. And to talk about that growing market is Dr. H.G. Parsa, the Baron Hilton Distinguished Professor at the University of Denver. H.G., how are you today? Good morning. Doing well. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, you have studied food science. You've studied um, the restaurant industry, why restaurants fail. Um, and, you know, this is a very new movement um, in the mainstream, I would suppose. Um, a lot of these um, meat-based, or sorry, plant-based alternatives. Um, can you kind of tell us why now, in the last year or so, that this has really taken off? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> The reason behind it is, number one, is health conscious. Number two is animals are given so many antibiotics, hormones, which when we eat meat, we are taking all those chemicals, which is leading to many health issues in America. Those are the two driving forces, health conscious, and other one is animal rights. There's, there's several economic reasons behind it. For example, it takes about eight acres of land to produce same amount of protein that comes from plant that takes only one acre of land. Imagine that, spend eight acres for same amount of protein animals takes on one acre for vegetables. Interestingly, plant-based protein are renewable. You can plant it again and again and again. They're economical. Number three is plants have shorter life cycles. Two months, three months, start again. So because of that, abundant of protein we can get that's healthy, free of chemicals, and good for the body. And they do not damage environment as much animals do. Another side thing is, restaurant industry learning it, that plant-based foods have no faith restrictions. No faith. All faiths in the world eat plant-based foods easy to sell and healthy. These are the reasons why people are moving away as much as they can from the meat to the plant. That does not mean people are stop eating meat. No, they're supplementing it. They're reducing the consumption, but not completely away from it. That's the one behind, forces behind this movement. Yeah, it is interesting to follow the reasons, the coalition of causes that have uh, kind of led to this explosion. Um, and I, you know, I wanted to talk about the challenges of bringing such a new product to the market because veggie burgers have been around for a long time, but this is certainly something different. And 
for um, you know major restaurants like a McDonald's, for example, that's considering whether to implement uh, you know Beyond Meat or an Impossible Burger. Um, I was actually listening to a, an interview with their CEO who was talking about it's one thing to just bring in the food, but you probably need new equipment because you don't want it mixing with the same grills that um, regular meat-based burgers are being grilled on. So there's definitely challenges um, kind of on many different fronts. Can you elaborate on what are sort of the challenges for restaurants uh, bringing not only just a menu item change, but uh, real production change? Absolute, absolute beautiful, beautiful question. The currently, the demand for plant-based products is so high, the supply chain is not catching up with it. That's the problem. Like, if, uh, first, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to White Castle, the oldest hamburger chain in America, almost 100 years old. They have 100 years old, 2023. The first one to introduce impossible burgers. I went to White Castle, I ate it. The burger is fabulous. <laughs> it is fabulous. Right. But he also made a point about veggie burgers. I've been eating veggie burgers on and off last 10 years. They're dull, they're boring, they're nutty. They fall apart on the grill. Right. Have you ever tried one? <laughs> Not recently, but sure. Yeah, pepperidge farms have it. A lot of them have it. Why do they fall apart? Here is the reason why. They're just not enough fat to hold it together like a meat burger, hamburger. So that was a problem for many restaurant companies. Veggie burgers, once you put on the burger grill, they fall apart. By the way, I spent 10 years in hamburger business. I know it, what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So now Impossible Burger has overcome that problem. That's the key. When Burger King introduced the, the special burger, sales went up by 11%, 11%. That's huge, huge. So that's what, question is, not enough companies are investing in this. The good news is Tyson is jumping on the bandwagon. You might have heard. Right. Or just producer of poultry products. Tyson from Arkansas, it is jumping on the bandwagon of plant-based foods. Reason is they have the plant, they have the process, they can make chicken nuggets as good as real nuggets, all plant-based. That's the key. So why more restaurants are serving it? Because not many companies like Impossible Burgers are out there. So that's where they can't. Supply chain is the issue here, not the consumer demand. Right, especially because you look at a company like McDonald's with a global audience and market, uh, the supply chain has to be top notch. Uh, so that's definitely something to consider. And um, can you talk about maybe what the thoughts are of the industry as far as the staying power? Is this going to be a fad or is this something that you really think is going to be um, a staple? It is the, let me take you back, if you don't mind, about 100 years. Okay. Do you know that 19 before 1920s, 
chicken was not even served in American restaurant. So it's not good enough. Now chicken is popular as popular as hamburger. So the plant-based foods is new to America, not to Europe, not to Asia. They've been doing for a long time. We are slow to catch up. I'll give a comparison of yogurt. Do you eat yogurt? Probably you do. Right. Yogurt is a novelty in America, 17 and 80s. I did my master's thesis on yogurt. Nobody <laughs> ate yogurt in America, 70s. Very rare. Then, guess what now? Every grocery store carries yogurt, Greek yogurt, flavor yogurt, all kinds of yogurt. Right. It's good for you. So it took 20 years for America to adapt yogurt. The plant-based foods will grow faster, incredibly faster than anything else you saw. It's here for us to stay. But it is not, not, not going to, rem going to supplement, remove the meat. People eat meat. They reduce it, go to the plant. So I expect 20 to 30% American food will be plant-based very soon in restaurants. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I mean, um, the other thing I also wanted to ask about was um, something you brought up earlier, Tyson, um, because I was thinking with the traditional meat suppliers, they might be nervous that there's going to be this emerging disruptive market of plant-based meat. But it seems like I mean, is it your opinion that a lot of these traditional meat suppliers are actually going to invest in plant-based um, products? Not meat supplier, meat processors, okay? But honestly, it's not going to work that way because meat processors don't know how to process plant-based foods. It's a whole different beast by itself, okay? I would rather see, I would like to see, most likely happen, the vegetable processors, they have the raw product. They are most likely to produce those products, not a meat, okay? So meat producers, they have to go through cultural change and processing change. That's very difficult. But plant-based processors, it's easy for them. They do that every day. They have access to the raw product cheaper than a meat producers can get. That's the trick. So plant-based product processors, they can do it cheaper, better, faster, efficient, efficiently. They have credibility, people trust them, than meat-based processors. Tyson, they may have a totally, totally different segment to do that different division, doing it, not the chicken nugget division. Yeah, that's very interesting, and we'll have to see how that goes for sure. Um, but I think we're out of time right now, unfortunately, but HG, that was really interesting to get your perspective. Can I have one more point? Yeah, absolutely. Think of it is all meat products, I'm very familiar with them. I worked in chicken processing plant myself whole summer in Springdale, Arkansas. It is taking the animal, you slice the meat, send it. Plant-based fruits are totally different. You take the plant, add spices to it. You cook it and process it. 
The process of adding spices takes a whole new technology. See, that's the meat processors cannot do. Thanks again, HG. Um, it was really great to get your perspective on this as someone that has a wealth of knowledge in both the burger, meat industry, and the plant-based side of things. So um, I know we'll be seeing more plant-based meats on menus nationwide, I'm sure, and we'll see if they get that huge investment from some of the larger corporations uh, of the likes of uh, White Castle and Burger King. But uh, when there's news again in this market, we'll be sure to uh, contact you to get more perspective. I'll allow you to talk to any time about the restaurant industry. That's my passion. It's been 20 years. Fantastic. This interview is part of the MarketScale Contributor Program. If you'd like to be featured as a contributor on MarketScale.com, please submit content to publications at MarketScale.com or head to our publications pages at MarketScale.com industries to see more. 